0: It's Film Stack, and um, today we have a very special guest, Andrei Nikrasov. Uh, He's a Russian-born uh, film- documentary filmmaker who is famous specifically for his latest film called "Magnitsky Act: Behind the Scenes," um, which caused a lot of. Um,
1: an international
0: furor, international
1: furor, <laughs> and, yeah. and
0: actually a smear campaign. But we'll get into it after we probably recap what the film is about. Uh, we uh, talked to Andre uh, for almost two hours. Definitely shared a lot of like interesting insight into this his movie and generally his career. He's definitely a very uh, <laughs> hard person to <laughs> to get hold of, and um, uh, I think he um, is currently based either between like England and Norway. But we managed to get hold of him in St. Petersburg, where he is originally from. And it turned out Zancaster, I don't know if I actually mentioned I think it's sort of interesting. It's by accident, I think, because clearly there's no <laughs> no reason. Zancaster is banned by, um, uh, by Russian internet. And uh, so we had we went through this whole ordeal for like installing VPN for Andrei to even be able to have this conversation
1: yeah um and yeah, we had such technical difficulties it started we started to get a little paranoid like like is something yeah. are they trying to stop us from talking to this guy who it's you know is, that way for much of his career was considered a, a kind of you know quote quote unquote putin bashing kind of dissident figure and we started to go like wow <laughs> yeah anyway
0: <laughs> but i but i don't want to get too paranoid um but yeah so uh let's see um well, let me first quickly say, because uh, Andre didn't just make this uh, one film, Magnitsky Act. Uh, again, he is uh, f- famous for sort of this um, political, very interesting essay-like uh, movies about Russia uh, from this um, oppositional um, dissident kind of perspective. He had a series on Al Jazeera in search of Putin's Russia uh like a tv series about um different aspects of russian culture and politics uh you can find it online um and uh, i think might be an ultra zero website even it's available and then one of the um most famous films before Magnitsky act was poisoned by polonium to uh, 10 is a movie about um uh, litvinenko who was a former fsb agent in russia and then became a whistleblower and uh, eventually uh, had to emigrate um, to england and was eventually poisoned by his former colleagues uh, i think they p- basically managed to put polonium into his tea uh while on a short some kind of short coffee meeting a tea meeting <laughs> in london yeah and it was like a horrible death and it was proved that it's basically yeah it was like a ordered hit on him because they do not um they basically, do not want traitors as they call them to, to actually even live, live, yeah. So, and after all this success, the movie went in Cannes. Andre started making a movie about, um, another, uh, interesting as he thought, um, almost freedom kind of fighter dissident guy, um, uh, Magnitsky, who was a, a, supposed to be a lawyer of Bill Browder, who is an American um investor and owner of Hermitage Capital. Andre was, um, making a movie actually about Magnitsky being sort of this hero who basically killed by some like a Russian government while in prison, uh, completely innocent. And turned out halfway into the film that it's not it's not what it was. And the narrative is completely different.
1: The big center of interest in the documentary is seeing a documentary filmmaker get partway through a film he thinks he's making. And then even as he tries to re-stage scenes that mm-hmm. are quite dramatic, like supposedly Magnitsky is beaten to death in jail. And as he's trying to recreate it and they're in the cell, he's like, this cell is so tiny, you can barely get, se- it's supposed to be it was seven or eight guards. And he's yeah. like, you can barely get seven or eight people in here. And yeah, and, and and the guy was handcuffed. Magnitsky was handcuffed. So why would you need seven or eight guards to beat him to death? You could two. Two could do it easily. You know, it, none of it made the story starts not making sense to him. So he literally shifts course midway through his own do- documentary as he starts finding more and more evidence to show that it seems like to him that this financial American financial tycoon operating out of Russia, Bill Browder, is actually the person who has trumped up this this. This story. invented the complete, like, pretty yes. actually belie- believable in some ways. And, level, and which was, the- you know, the initial story was that the, the co- he was being invested for ta- investigated for tax evasion. Cops raided his offices and stole documents. And ultimately what they supposedly did was they stole $230 million worth of tax money that was paid on properties of his, something like that. And supposedly, okay. uh, what was, was it? uh uh Sergey Magnitsky who was his actually his accountant he keeps referring to him as his lawyer he was his accountant was so was it's that's another weirdness was so incensed by this this the theft of the 230 million that he becomes a whistleblower and claim, and names the two cops who took the leading role in this raid and theft okay so then that's leads to the same cops basically having him arrested and then tortured in prison and then beaten to death etc um so that's the initial story that comes under extreme question for um, Nexarov as he starts realizing none of this is adding up. But what's distressing to him is, of course, someone who's the notorious Putin basher starts realizing that the, the official party line Russian authority authorities story is closer to the truth than the one that's being sold by supposed, you know, humanitarian Bill Browder, who is constantly championing. Yeah, the, the martyr, the martyrdom of, of Magnitsky to the point that it gets so much press and play, the Browder account of the hero Magnitsky, who's killed in prison because he refuses to renege, he refuses to take back his testimony against the cops. Um, it, it becomes a, a governmental act in in the United States. It gets so much notoriety that it's a, it's a bipartisan bill that gets passed into law, signed by Obama, President Obama, 2012, um, and the Magnitsky Act is it, it's it, it strips all sorts of rights, especially to travel to the U.S. of all of these officials who were supposedly in on this super corrupt plot to kill Magnitsky. Yeah. So that's so sorry. That's so long winded, but you're going to need to know all this stuff to understand, you know, the pretty free willing to, you know conversation and discussion, especially on the part of um, Nexaroff, who, you know, you ask him a question and he'll take off and and really talk. So in order to follow all that, you have to get in, a little into the convolutions of this crazy ass case, because then when he tries to release his film, there's so yeah. much international belief in Browder's account that when he tries to release his film, the blowback against ne- the film and Nexarov is huge. Um, He's called a Kremlin stooge. The Western press goes to a private screening at the News Museum in New York City. And the, the press is unbelievably negative. <laughs> I mean, just like...
0: like. Wasn't it, oh, Hirsch, ma- right. it in D.C. actually? Oh, right. Washington, yes. D.C. Yes. And an the interesting thing, Sarah Hirsch, who is now also attacked by all the establishment, yeah. the famous um, journalist, American mm-hmm. journalist, uh, yeah, he he managed to like hold that screening. So there's... Uh, oh, he yeah, was the one who now, got the screening. Yes, yes. Ah. And now they're both... Obviously completely smeared as Kremlin's. Kremlin Stooges.
1: Yes. So so Nexarov's whole career of being highly critical of Putin is just was swept away. As people decide now, he's just in the in the pay of right <laughs> the Kremlin yeah. in this account that he investigated. And the key piece of evidence is a great piece of evidence where he can't mm-hmm. find the testimony when he looks at the original russian of magnitsky's testimony where he supposedly blows the whistle on these cops there is no there's no accusation there is no whistleblowing it only shows up in the english translation it's not in the russian the original Russian. So he's like, there is no whistleblowing. So why would anyone beat him, to torture him to death and beat him to death? It doesn't make any sense. None of it makes sense.
0: There, just one thing. If you Google his name, which you might do, because the, the first thing all the articles that pop up, they're really rather disgusting. And, um, and most of them actually completely disregard and almost laugh at the fact that he says there are Russian documents. I can read Russian. Mm-hmm. It's not there. Mm-hmm. And it's somehow almost mocked, which... I mean, I,
1: I, don't, I don't even know what to say to that in terms of American imperialism. Oh, what the hell? That, that means nothing, that you can actually read the language. Yeah. Yes, it means complete nothing. And yeah. whatever is
0: in English mm-hmm. is, well, true, important, and enough. Mm-hmm. So that's truly bizarre. Yeah, and the, the narratives are a spin there. They're just beyond insane. And uh, yeah, there are even rumors, actually, and Jay didn't get into this, but I, Browder being just, just like a finance tycoon, actually not enough. He seemed to have some weird Political like spooky, spooky Yes, political, weird, yeah. spooky, I, I don't to like, insinuate too much connection to what? Secret services or something to, to pull it off, like in terms of the Spirit to Spirit campaign and major mainstream media being fully on his side, completely disregarding any other version of the story and all the film festivals or any kind of distribution deals fully, fully like falling
1: falling through yeah, falling
0: through and uh, the only way and I will definitely post uh, the link to the movie where you can like rant or buy it so that's that's kind of that yeah it's long winded but it's it's such an intricate story I don't know if we did in,
1: like, it justice the yeah, justice in
0: terms of even
1: at least you'll get the basics and you know you know what we're referring to when because we, yeah. we're going to plunge right into what happened to his career thereafter he's still a filmmaker but he's a filmmaker who's who's really moving around the world he he's mainly works with Norwegians
0: yeah and again he doesn't work with the Russian government. And it's really kind of oh. offensive, or with any Russian affiliated media, and it's <laughs> it's rather offensive. That's what's insinuated all
1: along. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. That he's in the pay of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not <laughs> no happening. <Crabble> no Kremlin affiliated <laughs>
0: media pays him, <laughs> right. even though probably it could ha- like happen. But he clearly didn't go for it.
1: Well, yeah, he, he, and he will get into how he's had a couple of offers you know, <laughs> at various points in his career. He's had these some interesting mm-hmm. offers from kind of putin-controlled media and turn them down um but we should note we should note that this is an unusually long interview and we realize we've we've gone to an hour format and we're trying to stick to that but this is a very unusual um case so this is
0: an unusual guest and the story is so outrageous that i it's i mean it's definitely worth (laughs) worth your time i think um yeah because definitely pops the some kind of liberal bubble of i don't know ideas about the democracy and free speech no censorship here
1: Oh, absolutely. He's really going to take on the whole lie of like, we have such total freedom of expression (laughs) in, in America and the Western world, which is crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah. And he keeps actually, it's interesting. Well, we'll get into it. But he keeps referring to dialectics of his existence because he's neither clearly any kind of Kremlin or like Russian government apologist, nor at this point a champion of some sort of what what is it western democracy what is it even so called yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah yeah so he's in a really kind of tough spot uh okay so i think it's probably i think we prepped enough yeah now we're going to our interview with andre nikrasa hope you enjoy it okay see you in a week bye okay
1: the burning question for us is you know what's been the impact on your career of the furrow caused by the magnix your, your film on the magnis Magnisky act and so that's what we mainly want to know is is has it has it been harder to get funding have you been stopped in any way from making films yeah. it Sounds like you are making a film now is that right
2: it, well, well y- y- yes well you know these days um f- filmmaking has become Easier in some ways and okay. more difficult in others. But the the uh, you can make a film, but then uh, the problem is how to show it to people. And uh, so, but 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 um, uh, long story short, yes, it has been very difficult in terms of uh, in terms of um, having access to the mainstream uh, funds and, uh, producers and which, which I used to have. And, uh, you know, I always say that before I made the Magnitsky act film, I was a sort of Russian born, uh, kind of this, you know, almost heroic opposition, courageous, but, but 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 not Russian, Russian born, but not Russian, you know. Kind of, um, uh, but but uh, since then I'm a, I'm a Russian filmmaker, um, and <laughs> uh, which, which which alone, you know, you don't need to even, almost need, don't need to say anything else, mm-hmm. you know, you don't even need to add pro- propagandist or uh, pro Putin Kremlin etc. Because these this this. These days, Russian uh, carries a, a certain, certain um, uh, sort of undercurrent, undercurrent, yeah, yeah, kind of implications, and uh, mostly negative. So, um, but uh, you, well, I mean, fortunately, fortunately, I do. People do want me, uh, you know, to, to to make films for them. Some people and um also some of my producers have become friends because they were also basically uh, you know implicated or falsely implicated in a in a sort of pro- in a propaganda effort for russia, even though they, they had nothing to do with russia and didn't even you know, the first first time they ever heard Russian language spoken is okay. is this film yeah. and um so but they uh they've become real you know comrades in arms and uh, even though uh, there're basically very few, few few of us but we do we do continue to to fight what we, what we think is is the truth so um yeah you lose you lose a lot but you also gain some you know some some real friendships as because as we say you know a friend in need is a friend indeed and and so but 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 yes, uh, well I mean, but, but basically my own uh, feelings are, are, are less important here. I think it's the, what is important is that uh, I've uh, I have to say, and it was a, it sort of it may, may not, not be that surprising to some of your listeners, but to me it was certainly surprising that there, there, there is a censorship in in the West. Um, and that as, as a kind of member of the Russian opposition, or, you know, Russian sort of, let's call them uh, us or them.
0: Liberal <laughs> opposition, Pro, I guess. Pro-Western, right.
2: Yes, pro-Western liberal intelligentsia. Uh, which has historically been very um, critical of the Russian, all, all, you know, we call them regimes before it was uh, Mm -hmm. the empire, then it was communist uh, uh, state, and now it's the Putin's regime. So whatever uh, power... Uh, the intelligentsia was critical and uh, clearly pro-western uh Dostoevsky described that uh, you know with a lot of irony
0: you know. <laughs> in you mean in the devils
2: in the devil exactly exactly I mean, in the devils and but- current you know basically saying the the, the the Russian liberals are the most liberal in the I mean I'm not quoting it uh, uh, literally but basically it boils down to Russian liberals are the most liberal uh, people in the world they 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 so liberal that they know what they really uh, what they really want you know they're liberal in general they're liberal just just for, for being liberals sake and, mm-hmm. and all that and 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 but 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 I'm um, uh, I'm saying all that. I'm well aware that I've basically been that all my life. So I'm criticizing my own here and myself. But uh, this, the making of the of the Magnitsky Act behind the scenes was clearly uh, an eye an opener in that sense. Uh, so yes, live and learn. So I've le- I really learned a lot from that experience.
0: It's it's interesting that you're uh, laying it out in this very, actually, I mean, sincere and and unexpectedly honest way about your own sort of, in a way, previous, not biases, but beliefs and biases at the same time, and what happened after the film. What was interesting to me, because um, I sort of traced, I mean, not all your (laughs) filmography, of course, um, uh, but I I watched the um, "Poisoned by Polonium, um, what is it, 210, and I watched uh, some of the episodes from the series you did for Al Jazeera earlier Earlier on, about yeah. you know, in search of what's it, in search of Putin's yeah. Russia, and uh, and basically, what was interesting to me is there a way to compare, let's say, the backlash or the criticism that you used to get from, let's say, this Russian deep state, FSB, and all this you know, the basically the regime yeah. when you were in a way more clearly, you know, part of the basically liberal intelligentsia, and what you how you started being called basically Putin's Kremlin stooge, and all those things yeah. by Browder who. To complete troll, yeah. or I don't know how he did it, of the Western press. So, what did you figure yeah. out after that? Because that seems to be almost harsher in a way. The this other backlash.
2: Well, uh, the, uh, the the government, the Russian government's criticism uh, was basically. Uh, uh, it, 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 you're right. It It, it wasn't painful for for a number of reasons first of all often and and we have to really be a bit more specific well you know it's it's a, it's a very western kind of uh, uh, expression the government uh if uh, you know russian speakers if they try to trans- translate russian government uh, uh <laughs> the, the, it's um uh, you know the, the it, it's the, it's putin basically putin and and uh what, was the, what that you know what people think uh putin being this this uh, authoritarian leader if not dictator uh, so it's putin and his sort of lieutenants and his his media uh, that uh, presumably attack anyone who who dares criticize them. Um, but but uh, y- yes uh, i was I was called a, a traitor, but um, if if I really analyze uh, the attitude of, of the official russia. Uh, Towards uh, the uh, kind of dissenters and myself in particular, Um, I must say there's a lot of misconceptions in the West about the way the the, the Russian sort of government regime, whatever you call it, treat the the, the opponents. Mm -hmm. Um, When I when I'm in England, uh, people people really think that uh, you know any. Uh, sort of slant. Any any critical remark basically uh, sends you to 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 prison. If if not, you know, uh, puts a bullet through your head. You know, as as they uh, uh, the talk of. Uh, Boris Nemtsov, you know, Boris Nemtsov, he, he was killed right next to the Kremlin. You know, it means that yeah. the Kremlin killed him. And why? Because because he was critical of the regime. So uh, uh, th- th- that there's a lot of nonsense in that, of course, because there's a lot of criticism, you know, uh, in in Russia. You know, there's a lot of pr- pr- people who who make uh, wonderful careers and are paid a lot of money for criticizing. The Russian government and and, and they they are not doing it out of the United States or the UK, but they do do it from the center of Moscow. Um, and um, yeah, while
0: staying alive and not even in jail in any way, and course. having pretty good bourgeois, I would well, say, no, not
2: not only the are they not in jail, as I said, mm-hmm. they, they, they they make careers, and it's often yeah. much much better paid to be <laughs> an anti-regime in Russia. In Russia, inside Russia, oh. they're working for some sort of Western-funded uh, news organization or, or, uh, or NGO, or whatever, uh, than then for a sort of pro-Western as. as you know, state-owned or whatever. Of course, there's some exceptions, of course, and uh, and, and main channels of Russian TV pay their uh, anchors and propagandists. It exists, of course. There's you know a lot of propaganda on on, on Russian TV. Um, is that okay?
1: Yeah, sorry, sorry
2: my, my dogs barking. I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> uh, So, so like, I can repeat it. So so, so basically of course of course I, it's you know I don't deny there's a lot of propaganda and there're a lot of very well paid propagandists mm. on on Russian as the main federal channels, TV channels. But uh but but but, but very often uh, a, a, a journalist uh, in russia has a better chance building uh, her his career on on sort of on a pro western uh, anti uh, kremlin uh, narrative uh then then uh, basically uh, supporting you know Russia, the Russian mm-hmm. situation. Um, so um, th- that that has to be understood, and it's not it's not at all understood in the West, because mm-hmm. because in the West, uh, Russia is basically Russia, today's Russia is considered to be like a version of the Soviet Union, where everything was controlled, where there was a sort of uh, ideology uh, which was enforced in all. Uh, parts of of life, professional, social, even personal, and that's how Putin's Russia is is portrayed. And this is, of course, nonsense because uh, in, in Putin's Russia, the main uh, motivation for people, uh, and that that's also a problem. Uh, but that's a general; it's a problem of life, a sort of a global problem. Is 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 very often money. It's money. People, people basically uh, survive, or 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 you know, dream to get rich, and uh, this sort of capitalism, a uh, Russian version of capitalism, is is is, is, is the real, real uh, king, real power, much more yeah. powerful, much more powerful than President Putin, and 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 any ideology that he he, he might want. To uh, Russia to have an ideology, Putin personally, or you know his uh, his, uh, I, his
0: you know the people who did
2: decide
0: uh, cardinals, let's uh, they, they, say the people who
2: who kind of have uh, have have some ambitions for Russia who have you know have a plan, but 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 uh, they they certainly fail. I, I put it as as much as that they fail to to create a uh, an ideology that would uh um, you know, inspire most Russians to to uh, to to be patriots, even even you know so uh, th- and th- th- ironically, that's my problem. Th- my, I'm still very critical of the uh, the way Russia is sort of operates and, uh, and functions or or, mal- or malfunctions, but my criticism ironically is that it's not patriotic enough. <laughs> you know? true,
0: but also it's completely different from the way they portray it here in the West. Yes. That it's almost like a continuation of Soviet Union and the same kind of Cold exactly. War, almost rhetoric is used. And it's so bizarre. Someone in New York once asked me, like a young person, maybe like early 20s, is Russia communist? I'm like, mm-hmm. Russia is uber capitalist. Right. <laughs> Communism lost 30 <laughs> years ago. But yeah. if you follow like, it feels like. Press here, that's what you might think as well yeah. that Putin is Stalin and Russia is communist, which is just bizarre. Logically, it
2: makes no sense. Uh, but emotionally, I understand that uh, person who asked you, is Russia communist? Because mm-hmm. basically, uh, he was asking, uh, is Russia different or in what way is Russia different? You know, he- mm-hmm. It couldn't formulate it differently, but but it feels obviously uh, from what uh, people hear about Russia, it's certainly very very different. And and uh, in what way is it different? That's the interesting question. It's not different, and in, in the sense that uh, uh, the, the, the uh, people. Buy different things. People buy exactly the same things as they buy in the UK or or America. The the, the, the same brands, the same uh, you know makes, uh, the same mm-hmm. cars, the same uh, uh, fashion, and that's the big difference between uh, you know the twentieth century. Where the Soviet Union was was totally isolated, and but, but Russia is different, and but part of the difference is the way it's portrayed in the West and and with with a lot of prejudice, and and and, and then Russia has to react in a way uh, because it it feels itself treated uh, unfairly, uh, it feels misrepresented, but it is a reaction. Uh, so some of the things Russia does are, are let's call them proact- pro- proactive or, or, or proactive in, in, in inverted, inverted commas, uh, quote marks. But, uh, and, you know, you, you may be right criticizing Russia for uh, annexing like Crimea or, you know, they, they, they again, call, call, call it invasion which is not exactly an inv- invasion of course because you know uh, in, 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 certainly not in a way uh, Iraq was invaded because you know there was uh, but but it's a, it's a whole different story but but, uh, but I, I, I I'm 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 trying to be objective here, and 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 it, as in any relationship between t- two human beings, or let alone in a collective a human collective, there, there, there isn't one truth. In, in international relationships, and we have to admit it. You know, there isn't one morality and, and one uh, high, um, you know, moral high ground. It's it's rubbish. And and and, and, and you know, pe- even even uh, the, you know people are sort of critical and prejudiced against Russia, but intelligent, intelligently so. Admit that. People admit that, that, okay, the, the, you know, in the West, these are our Western interests. And uh, you know, if we are better uh, in creating a, a certain narrative that the West is, is 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 civilization, the West is progress, the West, mm-hmm. uh, even with all the uh, colonial past it brings, a sort of uh, p- progress to, to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. uh, that, that that'd be. But 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 those intelligent people that would never claim that there's objectively uh, they hold you know objectively uh, keys to uh, to the truth or you know or morality you know even Churchill didn't didn't say no it was pretty uh, uh, russophobic uh, kind of Chap, But he, he even he, he would never he – was, he was sort of wise enough not to claim – not to lay claim to sort of absolute truth or absolute morality. So the, what, what worries me these days is people – more and more people in the West really believe in their own, in their own uh, moral sort of superiority over Russia and some other – uh, places in the world, and, and that's that's not bad for. Well, it's, it's it's. I think it's worse. That tendency is 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 worse for the West than than for Russia because uh, well, it
0: makes it weaker, right? Of in course, a way. It's,
2: it, 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 you know the the, the West's strength, the the reason why we in Russia, you know, we were growing up in Russia in the twentieth century, the uh, Soviet Union uh of, of me certainly uh, we looked up to the West it's not because it was richer of course it was it was sort of tantalizing all the you know the western sort of uh, the way of life and and, and uh, you know uh, the, uh, the rock music and the the rest of it of course but that you know when i really look back and analyze it that wasn't the main reason the main reason was freedom uh, political and cultural freedom but what is p- p- political freedom it's 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 a freedom to debate it's a freedom to to have someone who who you even you know consider to be bad basically you know with some limitations you know, you you, you, you can't really uh, tolerate, you know, hate speech or or, or fascism or the Nazis or whatever. But but people you really disagree and f- and find unpleasant, you still give them a chance to debate with you. You don't shut them up. You know, you 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 you, you give them, you know, airtime basically. And that was, was you know we saw that that was the the case, or at least you know that that's how we. Th- at least that it seemed to be the case, in the West while we were growing up in the Soviet Union. And the Soviet Union uh, was, was claiming it was morally superior, by the way, but every regime says that. Capitalism says we're free, we're better, you know, we're not perfect but we're, we're we're better than uh, communism. Communists say, you know, we we have better, you know, we uh, we protect our workers. We we will give the minimum uh, to the people. The, the West uh, doesn't or can't. And every everyone we're the better. So this is uh, the, the, this is no, not a test, you know. Are you? you know, no, no, no one will admit I'm worse than than the other than you. But
1: mm-hmm. the real test
2: is is the freedom you give. People you disagree with, it, you know, a, a basically a right to reply, and that we see less and less in the West today, which which means the the Western democracy we were looking up to uh, is 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 um, uh, basically. Um, Uh, you know deteriorating or or even uh uh, disappearing and that's and and there we come to this question of censorship Uh, you know all this may sound all what i'm saying very theoretical but it it was my personal experience with the film i made in the west you know because i don't i don't uh, work in russia I have nothing to do with russia people call me now russian propagandists some people, I have nothing to do with Russia technically. You know, uh, I I'm, I'm, I don't depend on Russia in any way, any material way, maybe emotional <laughs> sometimes, but but no, not not in any material or technical way. My film, the Magnitsky Act behind the scenes was made uh, it and it's but by for a documentary. It was had a. a a lot, but rather big budget over a million euros or almost a million and a half in, in dollars and and uh, it was all western money not all, not only was it western money it was a western sort of public money you know basically mm-hmm. taxpayer's money was stamped by you know by by, by very re- re- respected fin, uh, film uh, funds and you know old f- film funding institutions you know who finance not just documentaries, but f- feature film, you know, like the of likes of Bergman and stuff like that. So it was a very, very mainstream. And and uh, the film was also, you know, every cut I was, w- edit was, um, uh, you know, checked and accepted and, and praised. The film was praised as, as n- n- not just a work of journalism, but also a work of filmmaking. Okay. All before the the, the protagonist of this film, uh, a certain Mr. Browder, uh you know, used all his power, all his mysterious power, because we, we don't know exactly where where the, the, it comes from. It's sort of
0: friend. from money? <laughs> well,
2: I mean, yes, but well, it's. I don't think it's only money because uh, you know there are a lot of rich people in the world, and 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 you know, uh, it's it's not. Very uh, uh, often, but but sometimes they do get caught. They do get mm-hmm. very rich people, very powerful people. They do uh, get exposed, and we have a list of you know famous crooks who uh, got jailed and, and uh, you know, um, as, I, as I say, you know, it happens less than it should be, <laughs> but but it does happen. And and so money alone is not enough. Um, it helps, especially, but it's not especially enough.
1: Especially given that he seems to have such extraordinary control over the narrative that you see in the Western world. Oh, exactly. It's, there's, there's, it's a, there's political
2: power which comes mm-hmm. from somewhere. Uh, but, but basically what I'm saying is that that experience, this, this, the, Direct personal experience of making a film about someone very powerful, but uh, who, who uh, m- m- my colleagues. And it was an international co production. It's a Norwegian film, but then uh, originally, but then uh, other countries and you know, major news organizations like Arte, uh, German, French, but uh, biggest public German, French TV channel, uh, supported us. And, and, and all those commission editors uh, were you know, very attentively watching what I was doing and approving of it. Until uh, uh, the protagonist of, of, of my film uh, managed to basically uh, b- ban it stop it mm-hmm. uh, first in a most spectacular way in a, just a few minutes before uh, the screening at the European Parliament was uh, due d- to start with people in in the room mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so,
0: but he also managed to create this huge, pretty huge, if you Google your name, right, like a pretty big smear campaign that mm-hmm. if you kind of commented with, like, com- yes. like, lack of knowledge, completely not knowing anything, oh, you absolutely. read those articles. Absolutely. The, the absolutely. narrative. It's
2: extremely painful. And, 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 and it's lies. It's not just, you know, uh, there's the, 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 this... T- t- total uh, in- incredible it's 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 like uh, it did remind me of uh, uh, i didn't mention the soviet uh, uh, system it did remind me of these smear campaigns uh, you know it didn't come to that to show trials but you know mm-hmm. uh, but almost uh, but every show trial was preceded by the smear campaign also and you know, it was real kind of denigration and a uh, um, uh, uh,
0: character assassination yeah, I yeah, think well, that's exactly, what they
2: right exactly 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 and 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 with, with symbolize and you do uh, uh, for, for for all kinds of reasons you I, I, I thought of kind of taking some some of those people, journalists to court but you know uh, it's it's much more difficult than than than. And you, I don't know if you, and you had such experience. It's almost impossible. First of all, you know, to taking anyone to court is, is, is so much money. You know, you really—it's uh, just impossible. It's really in impossible sums. Then, <laughs> then it's a matter of jurisdiction, and then it, it's also—you mm-hmm. know—they're in the states, and uh, they're in the states, and there's all kinds of, of uh, quote-unquote freedom of. of you know uh, expression
0: uh, you know it's it's really fascinating what you're telling us andre but i'm also curious because that's information is like almost impossible to find only probably you know you know and i uh, mean coming from like Moscow and kind of knowing <laughs> the, <laughs> the country somewhat what do you d- did anyone change for you in terms of this okay this image created now of you i mean through a smear yeah. campaign that you basically some sort of like i don't know kremlin's stooge and always been and all the, your critical films uh prior to magnitsky act were actually some sort of like this non-linear circle of almost weird warfare where they like uh kind of allowed you or wanted you to do that and well, so um, that your latest film is credible enough yeah
2: well i i i heard i heard i heard read <laughs> that that a quote-unquote argument, which, which is really, uh, which if anything is conspiracy. Uh, this is know, insane. Uh, yeah, that that must be because you know, for for for, for, for the Kremlin to support I me, mean, you know, over many many years, you know, could basically bashing them for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a long list of things, uh, including, you know, the, the, the war in Georgia. And, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, my films are deal with... Uh, with the problem of uh, lots of problems including the, the the terror attacks in Moscow in nineteen ninety nine with the sort of russian nine eleven people in the west have forgotten about it, but there was this uh, sort of bombing campaign by 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 some terrorists <laughs> uh it was blamed on chechnya mm-hmm. on the on chechnya. Mm-hmm. and uh and the um uh, chechen wars. Uh, the so-called Second Chechen War uh, broke out, and that brought Putin. It was important because it was brought Putin to power because Putin wasn't known, and he instantly became this national hero, and for you know, the last twenty years, been the president. So, uh, and I questioned. I was kind of really investigating what was behind those terror attacks, which because they were very convenient for for Putin. But <clears throat> um, uh, the Chechens were blamed, but actually no, no, no Chechen was uh, had ever been convicted of that. Uh, but uh, so, and by by the way, and then, and then there were films about Litvinenko and uh, many others but by the way uh, n- n- none of my films were actually uh really blaming anyone without any proof and 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 there were not actually purely journalistic documentaries there were more like essays mm-hmm. and uh my film there were a lot of a lot of report tv reports about literature for example but mine <clears throat> mine was in uh, uh, in the official program at Cannes uh, because, but, 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 but not, not, not because I just sort of was anti-Russian. Because because it was considered to be a uh, a work of filmmaking. It was very clear in the what what the can uh, said when they selected my film, etc., et So so my, each of my film was of my films uh, has been. Uh, um, I, I, basically my very personal attempt to uh, to look at, 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 you know, the country I was born in, uh, its role, its culture, its political culture, but also, uh, so, you know, the, the, basically psyche of, of uh, uh, Russia. Why is Russia the way it is? Uh, and uh, the Magnitsky Act behind the scenes was also – also started as as a film about a dissident, of, uh, of someone I consider to be a dissident, uh, but an, an unlikely uh, kind of dissident because uh, Magnitsky, Sergei Magnitsky was an accountant. Browder calls him a uh, tax lawyer. It's not true, but it, that doesn't matter now. It basically, someone coming from the world of finance, uh, Litvinenko, for example, was uh, an, a first KGB, then FSB, then X sort of FSB uh, Russian security services officer, which, uh, in a way, a classic sort of uh, case of uh, you know someone basically changing sides, you know, have, uh, becoming critical. It's a
0: very noir scenario. It's an amazing it, it, film, by the way.
2: It, it, it- Yes, exactly. But, but, uh, so yeah, Magnitsky was a a different kind of dissident, I thought. You know, somebody coming from the world of finance, from, you know, the world not known for altruism, you know, not known for, uh, you know, uh, high morality, and yet someone who, uh, when, uh, you know, this existentialist, I'd say, choice you know, between you know, good and evil, uh, 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 sort of presents itself. He chooses the right thing, and I thought that was a fascinating. story and, and basically dies uh, for his, uh, you know, in, in, in his sort of one man. Uh, I thought of fight against corruption. Uh, which i thought was a fascinating story a hero of our times a hero t- today you know not sort of uh, you know as you know R- russia russia has this cult of hero- heroism uh, of the uh, uh, second world war and, and uh, you know russian heroic past no we're to- we're talking about the uh, capitalist russia today has its own heroes, I thought. So the, 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 that was the idea, and that I started filming, uh, filming it, believing uh, Mister Browder, because it was Browder who basically was like it was Sergei, Sergei. Magnitsky was that hero. He died in Russia, and and Browder became his evangelist. Basically, telling the story of this, and I all, and I quote because Browder ended up saying basically the Magnitsky is God, his new God. So Magnitsky is, is the God who sacrificed his life, martyr, uh, martyr, exactly. But he did. Oh, he also mentioned God <laughs> believe, believe in me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, some in some uh, So and so the, the is then. Uh, what, uh, Luke or Mark or, or John <laughs> telling, telling the story of, of of the new God. So, um, but I'm, I'm c- c- kind of being sarcastic about it now, but but uh, I, I admit I believed uh, Browder completely. I believed that Magnitsky was this new hero, my compatriot, you know, um, fighting the evil in, in uh, Russia. And that was the idea of the film. So the, the, my unique experience, I, I believe, I, I, I don't want to sort of brag about it, but, 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 I, but honestly, I haven't heard of any other experience like this, is that thr- while making the film, uh, literally, uh, you know, filming and writing and rewriting. And, you know, because it's a slow process, you know, you, you first start doubting, but you, then you doubt your own doubts and whatever. It was a very, very difficult process. So uh, I, I basically realized that I, I was basing my film on a lie, on a lie told by someone with a vested interest, because Browder is is basically... Uh, uh, you know, it, 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 it he had, it hadn't done anything in life but, but making a lot of money, and
0: like a robber baron or whatever. It, I think
2: I, I would have say so. Yes, he went to Russia when it was the right mm-hmm. moment to make money, and but but he did. He, if you if you talk to people who you know just heard of him or you look. Uh, Wikipedia or certainly when uh, he talked to his friends in, in politics and media uh, they'd say okay, his, his is one of the uh, and that's what he calls himself and people just repeat it one of the greatest human rights defenders right. in the world today uh, but the the, the 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 hard facts are even if you Take it just neutrally. The, the, the timeline is that he was making a lot of money in Russia. Then he got caught evading tax uh, in in Kalmykia, this Russian sort of federation autonomy, which was had uh, you know if you invest there, so tax breaks and people like Browder sort of uh, used and abused it, and uh, it was partly legal, but he he got caught. but but, but, but one started breaking the law uh, instead of bending it. So uh, Mm -hmm. he got caught and then uh, he became uh, the critic uh, of Putin now he calls himself uh, Putin's critic number one, and that's the order of things because sometimes he says, Well, you know, when people ask him what but they do accuse you of, of evading tax, the Russians, I say, Oh, of course, you know, once you start, once you crit the moment you start criticizing them, the regime, they put a stamp on you, a tax evasion or something like this. <laughs> this, this is a lie because they first started investigating him for mm-hmm. a tax evasion, and by the way he was a, he was a big fan of mr Putin he praised him on the record i 've got all the uh, you know p- 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 press uh, quotes and, and and even videos when he praised putin and only after after it was impossible uh to kind of because he he, he tried to, 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 to something to hush it up this investigation uh, uh some police say that his lawyers t- tried to bribe uh police um to to for, for the police to stop the investigation of his tax evasion etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. so
0: well, isn't it true though that um actually not just broader but a lot of uh, i don't know businessmen or so this like western kind of liberal business types were very excited and praising Putin early on because they thought it's going to be like the, their pinochet. They thought it's going to be a very certain type. of. Well, y- yes,
2: but, but I, I wouldn't, uh, I, I think uh, <laughs> you'd be surprised that would call it. This uh, almost idealistic because uh, people, I, I, well, certainly in terms of Browder, I think he was he was praising Putin, uh, not for political reasons so much. He was praising Putin because he thought that that's, that is a way to, for for him to to stay in Russia and to continue mm-hmm. to make a killing, you know, a, 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 yeah. lots of money and uh, uh so to say that we're praising putin for 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 some political or ideological reason it would you know it'd be almost idealistic, even if it's for all their own reasons because you know yeah. probably, uh praising pinochet is not it is exactly, not very <laughs> yeah exactly the uh a uh, good thing to do. But anyway, so, um, but maybe it's a mixture. Maybe it's a mixture. Of, certainly, mm. certainly Pinochet is, uh, uh, was, uh, uh, let's say, good for business. Uh, one can say that in, in some ways. And so, uh, certainly had a sort of a lot of right wing support and support mm-hmm. from from uh, all kinds of industrialists and financi- yeah. financiers. But so so I think it's it's always a combination, you know, politics and money. It's all they go hand in hand, and 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 we can we can we can talk about it. But what, what, what I find it very interesting, I, I I hope you 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 you'll ask me, or I can basically jump straight into that. Is is the attitude. Uh, in Russia, and uh, but the f- from you know the way the the, the the Russian educated classes, or we we we, uh, we mentioned the Russian sort of pro- pro-Western liberal intelligentsia, the way they see uh, uh, the problem of uh, uh, Browder or those robber barons, uh, our recent history or our history. Uh, Period uh, in general. So, uh, I found well, the the other thing I found very surprising. I, me- I mentioned censorship in the West. I found it extremely surprising. I thought the West can handle criticism. The West can admit mistakes. You know, like in the case of Browder. You know, because Browder is supported by uh, all major media, all major uh, politicians and governments and the Congress, etc. Um, in in what in his campaign uh, for the sanctions against Russia, for his campaign, he calls it justice for say, Sergei Sergei Magnitsky, based on that lie that Magnitsky was a hero whistleblower. Which and as as I said, I I, I basically. Saw through it and exposed it in the film, in the final version of the film. Uh, but, but the second big surprise, apart from the censorship I uh, encountered in the West, was uh, the, the reaction of my friends. You know, the, the people I grew up with, the people I'm sort of, I'm sort of the class I'm, I'm his, historically part of at the Russian pro western intelligentsia. They, ninety nine percent of them, support people like Browder support uh the, the western I, i'd call it intervention i propose we we uh you know a couple of years ago uh, russia did not <laughs> I, I, I thought it would but it did not celebrate the hundredth anniversary of the Russian revolution there was absolutely nothing no mention well, yeah
0: i was there nothing at all yeah. There was wow. nothing
2: it was zero it's amazing <laughs> it's yes. amazing you know it's yeah so they basically would, would you know deny it's it has Hasn't, hasn't happened. We're, we're now capitalists. We, we it, it never happened to us the the nineteen seventeen. Well, the
0: only thing they seem to praise, what I noticed is also fascinates yeah. me, is the um, only the bourgeois February February revolution, yeah, guess, yeah, not yeah, October.
2: Was, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So some of them, because they're still some of them. So for them,
0: it's like Kieranski is the so hero.
2: Minute, there's also the, the whole monarchist uh, thing, and uh, who you know, people who uh, idealize idealized Tsar, whatever. So, so being all, uh, also capitalist and free, and, and you know, unfortunately, uh, capitalism and freedom uh, is is uh, considered to be exactly the same. Uh,
0: in Russia, at In least, Russia
2: that's today. what they think. Yeah, but um, so uh, b- b- being all uh, capitalists and uh, you know f- free uh, people, uh, the Russians have basically forgotten or uh, chosen to, to to forget they'd ever had a, a socialist revolution of nineteen seventeen. But another thing, another thing, uh, people forget is is what what is called the intervention, which is. Uh, Exactly, hundred years ago, was was happening, or basically uh, drawing to a close. But but uh, the intervention was uh, uh, basically an a, a, a occupation, well, a invasion and occupation by Western powers of uh, the young uh, socialist uh, republic of uh, Russia, and. Uh, and it's this is like a, another non event and i, I was just but 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 in fact you know the Brits, the the french the germans the poles uh were all there uh, uh, to, uh to, trying to to basically uh, you know stop uh, uh, russian sort of socialism from spreading and i, I was just wondering why what were the, you know what were you doing there who have, have you been invited well maybe they were fighting coordination some coordination with the white uh, anti-communist uh, army but spontaneously I, I, it, it came to my mind this, the, the word in- intervention this forgotten uh, uh, episode of uh, history uh, in some ways the what happened in the 90s was kind of intervention of course by the West uh, you know very often Russia is portrayed like uh, um, this wonderful peaceful Uh, revolution, you know, uh, which which sort of ditched the evil uh, system, communist system, and uh, returning Russia to this uh, family of civilized capitalist nations. But uh, – and by the way, there's, there's this famous uh, speech by by President Yeltsin basically uh, saying that all evil uh, had been coming from communism, you know, uh, wars and hostility and hatred uh, was all communist. It was, it was speaking in uh, Congress in uh, Washington to, to the American um, Politicians and there were, you know, I don't know what what, what what they were thinking. You know, the the memory of Vietnam War and other, uh, you know, as as Bernie Sanders says today, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's useful to remember how many uh, how many governments that the U.S. has toppled. <laughs> but, yes, that uh, was I a great what, moment. <laughs> what was going through the minds of people who of the American educated American people who were listening to? Uh, Yeltsin saying that all all evil in the 20th century uh, had come from communism, all the regime changes, all wars, all hatred. Uh, but they certainly applauded him, and uh, he was Yeltsin was uh, the West's sort of darling. And the other thing uh, Mr. Yeltsin did, he was in the same speech. He said, "Oh, you you must you Americans must come." And basically, you know, uh, Russia is free for your uh, for you to come and and you know it's up for grabs. Come, invest, buy. It's cheap. It's the right moment, and uh, or, or else you'll be late. And you know, basically, we invite you. And certainly, uh, Bill Browder was one of those people who heeded the invitation. And uh, some others, whom you rightly called robber barons. I'm not saying that all uh, all investment or everything that happened in, in uh, Russia to Russia in the 90s was bad. Life history is not black and white, and I'm certainly not sort of this old guard communist, which which would defend the Soviet Union at all costs. But it was certainly. Uh, it, it was mostly totally unfair. Uh, a lot of was was illegal. The way R- Russia was pr- almost instantly privatized. You know, Chubais, Chubai the the main, uh, uh, you know, the the guru, the guru of the uh, privatization. He said literally. He said literally. Apropos Robert Barons. He said literally. We gave it all away. We gave Russian industry. Uh, you know the whole post communist uh, economy away to uh, uh, to gangsters gangsters uh, former uh, you know the the managers the uh, Communist managers of the um, state enterprises, but he first mentioned gangsters. It's a quote, you know. He admitted that they did it, and, and he admitted it with 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 some glee or 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 even sen- or sense of righteousness. So there's this irony. It was it was not only was it necessary to give it all away to, to have it all privatized instantly uh but people, yeah. something which which people which the soviet people had worked for uh for, for almost for free being promised this you know communism if not for themselves up, yeah. for their mm-hmm. children and grandchildren or but, but you know for, for free and by the way in in those gulag camps as well so all it all ended in in, in the pockets of the very very few very very quickly and but uh, not only a uh, was by saying that it was necessary or inevitable, he was saying that was moral, more or less, because communism was worse. The communism was evil, you know. So the, the, you have this. Ordinary paradox of of morality of, of really criminal things, which privatization remember mostly was so and Mister Browder was was a was a part of that.
0: Well, Chubais has the kind of the double image because he was also referred a lot already in the nineties as a bone cracker. Chubais he had a nickname. Yeah. You know, so I think a lot of it was sort of known the methods and what was here yes, what but, you was
2: doing. But, but, uh, known. Yes, but 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 you know, of of course, you know, of course, Russia. is a big country. There are all kinds of uh, opinions and and, and, yeah. and whatever. But I'm here basically to to map you a certain paradigm and and paradoxes for you know since since German Romantic philosophers uh, say paradoxes uh, and then you know which which then became dialectic right uh in hegel so the paradox is is what you you should look at when you want to understand uh you know sort of reality and it's well i mean i'm I'm not (laughs) here to 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 lecture but i'm sure this is anyway this is my way of, of 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 um uh, trying to kind of to to make sense of this very very comp- complex and, and contradictory reality, uh, um, and, and and as you realize, I'm kind of I know Russia, but I also know the West, and it's and it's it, 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 it's a privilege in a way, you know, but but it's also very it's a, it's a hard cross to carry, you know, because it's um, because you see things in in this. Uh, dialectical light and and, and life for most people is not dialectical. uh, Life for most people is about, uh, you know, knowing what's right and what's wrong. It's about uh, feeding your family in this very uh, harsh economic environment. And there's no uh, time or or, uh, emotional sort of comfort for, for contradictions. But but if you if you want to be fair to to Russia, uh, you, you you have to understand uh, the the the, 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 the contradictions, the dialectics of of the uh, of the history of that country, and 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 to judge it, you know, what, because what what's what's happening at the moment, you know, Russia is this way, Russia is is authoritarian, Russia is, uh, you know, almost like the Soviet Union with with. Uh, but partly open borders uh, and a convertible currency, but it's still the same, an evil system. Uh, but, uh, you know, and some things, they, they, they optically actually do look strange for a for Western, for an average uh, Western visitor. Or, you know, Russia is different, Ru- and, and Russia is, st- is still very bureaucratic. That's, you know, what, that's what, I was notice, you know how, uh, you know, and it has something to do with 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 this uh, traditional mistrust of, of the people. It's true. I mean, it's getting better, by the way. In some ways, but in the electronic day and age, in some ways, it's actually more advanced than the West. Uh, but but it, it it is it is it's still it's still not. Free uh, quote unquote, quote, or, or sort of not looking, sort of this f- 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 free and you know, for mm-hmm. the UK, I, I think it's one of the least bureaucratic countries. It's also getting worse, by the way, but but it's, it, it has this tradition of kind of, of of spontaneous trust. You know, in the UK, you can yeah. vote, you can actually go and vote without showing anything, any ID. You know, and how, wh- wh- why isn't you know even by, by, by other European uh, European country standards, it's 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 crazy. You know, why isn't the system abused? But wh- wh- all I'm saying that, of course, by by this very sort of general, uh, you know, looking at Russia from from this superficial Western sort of slightly spoiled uh, point of view, uh, Russia is not hundred percent. Uh, liberal okay that's true
0: i have a question though andre yeah. so you keep it's a just in- interesting your go back to filmmaking so basically you um you you say uh, that you have obviously like no material ties and you don't to russia and you don't live there and um you live in the, in england and uh but at the same time all your filmmaking career uh f- is tied to Russia, just thematical, theme-wise, everything-wise. So would you say that you, how did you Did you get into filmmaking to sort of figure things out for yourself? Also, most of your movies are personal. You're in the center of them in one way or another. Could you talk a bit about that? Because it clearly still, you're very much, as you said yourself, like probably emotionally tied yeah. uh, yes. to the country. And intellectually, you're pondering well, you on what is it about...
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, you know, every, everyone is different, and and uh, most of my colleagues in in this industry, in the film industry, they are. Um, uh, you know, to to do anything uh, in in film, uh, one has to. Re- well, I mean, it's, it would be a really tautology to, to to say one has to work hard. Everyone has to work hard to do anything. Everything is is hard and uh but you know most most filmmakers are really focused on on the uh, technology of filmmaking you know on the ways on the form uh, that's where people compete most people compete um in 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 films you know it's it's to, to it's to make things Basically, it's not as primitive as this, but but basically, uh, it it, it, to make things look great. It's it's to kind of to uh, to grab you know to to grab the uh, the the audience and and not let it go. You know, make it sort of sit up and make it sort of. uh, I'm I'm talking of of most of my uh, filmmaking uh, colleagues, Mm -hmm. who who, uh, you know you're supposed to work on the technical side of this craft
0: you mean people don't care about the subject matter or
2: well uh they kind of you know, well i mean that's supposed to be the easier bit you know that's a very interesting question uh it, it's of course it's supposed to be uh, the, the thing you know uh uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, even your know, you, you, you sort of average uh, these books people to read, it, it, trying to, to to write a good script, <laughs> which is mostly uh, uh, futile, I think. But even even those those books would, would tell you, uh, honestly, <laughs> admit it somewhere, not that, somewhere in the middle, that unless you have a story to tell, no amount of reading of this stuff. Would help because you know we, you know you of course there, there, there are certain techniques but you've got to, mm-hmm. to you've got to know what you're writing about and that's the most important. Um, but uh, the interesting thing is that uh, kind of learning the craft and then uh, working and and competing with others, people, uh, the filmmakers mostly uh, today. I think it's it's more uh, accurate for. These days, than let's say you know, in the twentieth century, uh, people really compete. Uh, the filmmakers really uh, feel a, a kind of obliged to to uh, to to be technically uh, on, on on the on the top of, of their of their craft to be able to pace the story to, to basically grab your audience and not let it go, you know, through through the action. Uh, but uh, so you know, I I know some of it. I know I know. I think how to edit things uh, so that uh, you know it's, it's sort of logical and, and keeps your attention or whatever. And and so I certainly agree that it's it's the uh, it is the uh, it's key. But I've always thought I've always been looking for um, more. Like, you know, Tarkovsky, whom I met. Shortly before his death, unfortunately, but I was lucky to meet Andrei Tarkovsky, the Russian film director. He once uh, toasted me, you know, at a party and said, "You know, I want to toast to to the little Andrei because he was, he, I'm not physically little, but I was. Uh, he was it was Andrei, and I and I was Andrei. Uh, I was much taller than Andrei Tarkovsky, but he called me the little Andrei. <laughs> but so he said, the little Andrei, I want to to toast him because he." Uh, I really respect him because he's looking for, for something. He's really looking and, and so focused on, on looking for, for the things he's looking for, uh, rather than hunting. Rather than hunting, because hunting, hunting is, is maybe good for other uh, activities, business, but not not in our, not in not what we do he mm-hmm. said, meaning filmmaking. And I was actually very surprised because I thought, hmm, one has to be uh, tough and whatever. But, but what I'm trying to say, actually, is very important. It's And it's actually not at all about me. It's about what I think is, is the political, uh, aspects of the, the arts. And I think it's absolutely crucial. And, uh, and what I mean by political, I don't mean that it's basically that the art should be, uh, you know, uh, socialist, really. <laughs> ref- yeah, as, as a version of a newspaper article or a, an academic sort of essay on on uh, pol- politics or, or political economy or whatever. No, not at all. But, uh, but uh, p- p- political means uh, relevant to life, to life. Mm-hmm. Of all, and not just some privileged classes, or, or uh, you know, stories which are purely entertaining and escapist. So uh, that's why I think that today, even more than in the 20th century, uh, because in the 20th century, people actually most most artists understood that anyway. What what is happening today? And I think it's a very very kind of uh, sad and it's not dangerous tendency is 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 is, is basically is, is escapism in, in 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 ways that people don't even uh, think are escapists. Escapist, you know. Uh, well,
0: but, the individualism, the ideology of individualism, completely took
2: over. Maybe. Completely Yes, individualism, but but I think I think I think it's simply people are simply most artists. Uh, mm-hmm. very, sounds presumptuous, you know. Some uh, the, the, those basically who 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 deny or, or reject the political um, aspect of of the arts. I think I just, uh, no, not only individualists, but I think they're also lost because because it's not just it's not just. It's not just a choice. It's also inability, inability to to see things in life which which are uh, you know relevant and should be and should be and 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 only which are which can only make art great because for mm-hmm. you know take take the classics of the you know the Russians are also very proud as you know of the of their 19th century literature of, of the great names everyone knows in the world which which makes them international not just russian you know um, all the you know the, the, the dostoevsky tolstoy chekhov whatever they're very proud but why do we know those names because those artists those writers uh theater uh, also theater people were political were political political is means relevant political means a re- relevant also p- broadly globally political means something which will stay you know it sounds a bit on the other, it, superficially political sounds you know uh, something relevant to today but deep down, it, it's 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 relevant for uh, historically because because what was Dostoevsky writing about, and what uh, and it's not just a choice of a story he was he, he was what he was because he he couldn't be anything anything other than being passionate, you know, suffering. You know, he was personally he was he was uh, uh, he was almost uh, uh, executed. He was, you know, was a mock, mock executed, so he believed he was going to die as as this sort of now it would be called left wing, uh, you know, socialist, uh, ultra socialist uh, activist. But then, by the way, Dostoevsky became conservative and and sort of did a hundred and eighty degrees turn. So, what I'm talking about myself is basically I, I I really think that it's much more important to know what. Uh, what you want to, to, what message you want to get across, and the technical stuff. You know, people do praise me for, you know, they, for for knowing how to edit, you know, with with, with pace and 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 conviction. But but th- th- thank you. But 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 I think I think in in some ways, f- in, in filmmaking, most most things, not all, but most things, technicians and your wonderful colleagues, very creative colleagues, can do for you. What what you have to do is to know to be passionate about something, and and, and very often in America they say that you have to have a, a story to tell. Well, yes, but th- that's that's not enough. A, a good coherent story is very important. You know, in Hollywood very important. That with every every sort of b- b- book, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> will, will tell you. And by the way, Browder is, is so is so uh, successful because he tells a very coherent story. For example, you know, uh, yeah. So to to have a story to tell is not enough. You, you have to have some sort of truth. You know, no no one has monopoly to the truth, but you have to believe in something. You have to believe that something is the truth. Uh, you can you can uh, tell tell people about. Uh, and, and unless you have this. You will be just a just a craftsman, and, and but but the the interesting thing, and why why I'm saying this is changing now, is because in the twentieth century. A lot of things were kind of clear you know there was cold war i mean there were all of course it's funny it's 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 ridiculous to think that things were less complex things are always complex psyche human psyche is, is 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 mine of complexity and the 20th century was obviously as completely you know, complex but in some ways uh it things were clearer you know hitler it was was that, that that's evil? Okay, it's evil. It, it 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 makes it easier, you know, for people to kind of to, to 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 look at this world to see. Okay, here's the evil. Fight against fascism was obviously uh, you know good. The Soviet Union, okay, it, there was a, there was a reasons for that socialist revolution. The Tsar wasn't an, an angel, but it then deteriorated and then became. This horrible totalitarian system, evil as well. So you know, like in in a few in a, two three sentences, you you could describe the world, and so many stories, good stories, powerful stories, you know, shocking stories, could would would come out of that picture of uh, reality, you know.
0: So basically, you almost drawn into this like political filmmaking and you make movies only about Russia pretty much because of the sense of ambiguity or because you felt um, you kind of have to you almost know, mis- well, because well
2: because uh, because it's my country because it's my mm-hmm. culture because but 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 not not it's not out of principle that I'm doing it so because I'm sort of uh, you know have a duty no no because mm-hmm. because uh, uh, as, as, as I said I did not want to become just a technical director I had an opportunity you know where I was invited to, uh, I met when I was uh, very young uh, still in school, I met George Cooke and he then invited me, uh, he, he was making uh, this film in uh, Leningrad, then uh, the Bluebird and you know, it was one of those co-productions for, for political reasons to, to make the Soviet Union and the uh, the USA to to, to, to to be friends and we're making these uh, productions So, and he invited me to come and yeah we you know uh, but but and, then, and, 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 and other other opportunities but but i you know i want to tell uh, you the, the the contents the as you said, ambiguities—I'd I'd put it harsher. You know, the dialectic, the contradictions, the painful uh, tragedy. Because tragedy is also the two, isn't you know, it? Tragedy—what what is tragedies—is tragedy, is, is, is 2 truths. You know, it's—it's—it's it's, it's a clash of you know of it's—it's—it's uh, it, it's, it's a contradiction when when it becomes you know extremely painful and cathartic. Then, so. Um, the tragedy and 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 Russian tragedy is is very important and and it's 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 me and and I want to tell stories which uh, uh which 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 I'm passionate about and and and. Uh, but 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 I also uh, think that everybody should do should should do that. You know, Americans should do this, and uh, everyone. Unfortunately, a, a, a lot of people are afraid to do this, and 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 that fear is very often subconscious. People are not are not aware that they're, that they're afraid of, and this is uh, this is of course what, what you then do. Then you you, you 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 try to become just technically perfect. But having that fear of yourself inside yourself, I think you'll never achieve real uh, uh, greatness because it only comes from from being passionate about something, it doesn't mean that if you're passionate something about you, you, you you're going to end up uh, creating a work of uh, necessarily a work of genius. But that's the only chance.
0: So just to backtrack, since you have um, this theater background, right? So yeah. you didn't immediately get into the political documentary filmmaking uh, of no, the no, one no. you're famous for. So that just was was it was it as some sort of natural transition of you maturing into?
2: Well, I mean, yeah, it's you know the the. the there's, one thing I, I le- learned to learned to to uh, uh, like is Friedrich Nietzsche, the German philosopher, said you've got to you've got to uh, uh, learn to love your your fate, amor fati. You know, so and but part of that love is is admitting and understanding that you that that it's not. It's not something you you, you direct. <laughs> uh, it chooses you, right? It, it's, yes, it directs you. So the the the, the, uh, the greatest directors, even the greatest directors, uh, c- could never direct their their own lives. So, uh, but and it's especially in my case, especially if you're born in Russia and sort of wanted to 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 to, I, I, for me the, the West was a chance it was education it wasn't riches it wasn't um, uh, sort of material uh, opportunities i wanted to to, to to be educated in a in a broader way Sort of way, and 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 to learn languages to understand other cultures because, uh, you know, I thought that Russia is 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 a very important part of the world, but but it's slightly uh, sidelined, signal you know, on the sidelines of the uh, big uh, mainstream civilization. So uh, whether it's true or not, it's I think I'm 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 grateful for the Western education, but 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 uh and, and 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 but the, the p- political aspects of uh the arts i really stumbled uh, upon because uh, ironically even now uh the, the the most apolitical um artists or you know thinkers are in russia you know, maybe because because people are so have been so traumatized by the Soviet experience They were really force-fed uh, this sort of ideology, you know, M- M- Marxism. Try to read uh, 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 the, the Capital. It, it's a very, it's a rather complicated reading, but 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 it it became like uh, uh, like a, a, a something which everyone had to not just to read and almost learn by heart, but but structure one's life according to and people were of course t- were tra- very traumatized by, by by having to do this by being forced to do it and 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 so th- there's this elegy this reaction against uh, not just a left-wing kind of ideology but but I'd say intellectualism you know people don't want to be too uh, uh, political they just want to be c- Kind of chaotic. They want to be free, uh, even even at, at the price of being unfair. You know, and 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 uh, uh, you know the, the, this capital sort of rat race, uh, just to, just to achieve their goals. So, uh, but 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 uh, as I said, I think I, I see this general tendency of becoming apolitical, this general loss of, of 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 political even ideals, or being confused, being confused about what's right and wrong. In, uh, in the world today, you know, so in, in, in my life, I was coming from this, uh, from a class which was allergic to, to, to the politics, which want to be, wanted to be, uh, you know, poetic, art is poetic, art is apolitical. That's what we thought, you know. That was a reaction to the to sort of the socialist system, which was, uh, was saying that everything is political. But it's it's through the uh, uh, real life experience where I realised that 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 uh, to be to be apolitical it's it's not an option if, if you if you if you are you know if you're serious and 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 honest, you know, apolitical. It can be just a, 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 an aesthetic sort of choice. At first, when you're young, well, you know that's what we were in the Soviet Union. You know, the young people in the West were political. We were apolitical because of, you know because it was like a mirror image, you know the other way around. but but then uh, real life teaches you that everything is is political if you are, if you're looking for truth or if you're honest about things. Like that.
0: Would you say Tarkovsky? Because uh, you had personal experience well, with is, him. Was he really, political in that?
2: That's very interesting. I know, I, if, if obviously, I, if I didn't need to explain who Tarkovsky is, because on the one hand... Yeah,
0: of course. I'm, no, you don't. We had a whole yeah. episode on him. Okay,
2: great. Well, it's a very good question. Because, uh, for example, you know, superficially, and as I said, in the apolitical Russian world today, or oh, it's trying to be apolitical, as I was saying, because they too much of the Soviet politics. Um, in, the, in the Russian apolitical world today, Tarkovsky is seen as an apolitical artist, as a proof that the art is first and foremost apolitical. Art is really great when it just reaches some poetic heights, uh, which are sort of uh, um, independent of this uh, lowly, everyday political life, and Tarkovsky is the prime example of of that. Thank God we have it. We don't have that many great, uh, famous uh, artists anymore in Russia today. We have them in the 19th century, but Tarkovsky is one of the better known precisely because he was above the politics. Well, from for my money, this is total rubbish, complete rubbish. Because Tarkovsky and I knew him, but it it didn't uh, it uh, you know it doesn't it didn't take knowing him personally uh, mm-hmm. to 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 realize uh, that he, he was acutely political for his time for his time because of of, of course he was um, he was poetic of course he was philosophical and he was in many ways religious religion. Was very important to him. I don't think he was religious in the official way. uh, Yeah, in the sort of in the literal sense of the word. By the way, in I'd say in the Western sense of the word, because even Russians even today, when the communist party is gone and the Russian Orthodox Church is in, you know, as almost like a, a, a. as a version of, of of this ideological sort of system, well, it, it trying trying to be trying to be and not quite being it, but the, the, maybe some people see it as the plan. But but uh, even today, uh, Russians are not religious. They are re- if they are religious, they are religious in a very different way. To, to those who 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 in those countries which were that never didn't have revolution didn't uh, have the sort of the, the the society um which is tied consciously or unconsciously to the to religion uh we we, we, we had it completely broken and the, therefore our our kind of religion is very different even if even for, even for those who claim to be religious and, and believers and stuff, but, but 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 Tarkovsky was certainly was certainly not religious in the uh, ordinary sense of the word. And by the way, he he, he did say uh, even in, in uh, from his exile in the West, he did say, "I am still a Soviet artist," you know. So he, but religion was very important to him. He was he was looking. Uh, for something in religion. He was intuitively drawn to it. Why? Because, and and in that sense, he was political. That's the paradox. That's the paradox. He was political in his uh, uh, kind of uh, overt, uh, what one today calls uh, being apolitical, Um, because uh, because he was basically questioning, uh, Tarkovsky was questioning, the way contemporary russia his his russia when he, he was uh, active um, he, he didn't take anything for granted he, he was uh, the, the soviet what is it it's if it's he, you know uh, he was still the generation whose parents his father uh was um, you know in the army during this uh, World War Two, uh, it was still very close to him. His first film was about uh, Ivan's childhood. Was about uh, the Great Patriotic War, as we call it. You know, it was very patriotic. It was a very very powerful uh, and very original. Uh, because we're, there were lots of films about the war, but his was very original. I, I, I'd call it existentialist. It was very, um, very, very powerful. And, and but it was still, it was, it was still very patriotic. Still about the war. And then, then he he, he, he made uh, very different films, but you know he he was uh, political in the in, in the real. Profound and artistic sense of the word, not not in the superficial sort of journalistic, but with all due respect to journalists, but this is this is not his uh, job. You know, his job was to to look deep into the uh, this undercurrent. Cultural life. And, 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 and so. so
0: he kind of had this moral fervor. Like, I, I never obviously got to meet him, but I've seen all his films, and you can huh? sense, did I say it right? In a moral fervor, there's like a real moral strain in the films. Not simple one. It's not simplistic.
2: Moral, yes, by all, but, well, but it, of course, everything in it, it every, every term is, is exists in a the, in the context. Mm-hmm. You know, moral can be moral can be actually very apolitical. It can be the opposite, you know, this kind of morality, which sort of right-wing morality, which basically uh, is, 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 is a way to, to uh, uh, deflect attention from the real uh, social problems. Of course, that's, that happens all the time in the States, I think, as well. And, but, but, but also in Russia today. Also in Russia, but 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 but, but uh, morals and morality can be also extremely political, and and in uh, well in the in the Soviet Union, which I said was a sort of a um, a mirror in this in the sense uh, of the opposite is the mirror image of uh, of the Western political system, where a right wing. Was actually, um, you know, the, the the Soviet right wing were the communists, more or less, you know, because they were in power. They had been in power for very long, and they, you know, and and, and they were, um, you know, uh, they were the gatekeepers of of a certain uh, conservative, uh, um, also morals. Yeah, even 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 in the everyday life. Uh, uh, but, but also uh, philosophically, you know, that the, the, they were the right wingers. And so um, the people like Tarkovsky and uh, like, uh, Joseph Brodsky and, 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 you know, I'm the generation, the next generation, but in my generation certainly was the case where we were uh, in, in, in some technicals, in, in, you know, if in, in Western terms we were right-wing because we were kind of anti-communist, you know, young, but already anti-communist. But, uh, but it was a protest against a certain system, which was uh, conservative, reactionary, and communist in, in name only. So, um, oh, socialist. You know, so these things you have to look at these things uh, dialectically. And the church, for us, religion was was a, was a kind of progress because because it 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 actually it was about questioning the the church and and Russian Orthodox church was was about philosophy. was about questioning um, what is the meaning of life? Is the way is the conform, conformist uh, sort of conservative uh, communist system where we're living in, you know, is it really that fair even to, you know, to workers, let alone to the, uh, you know, to the individual freedoms, you know, you'd go into a church not to kind of follow some sort of uh, rules without thinking, you know, uh, pre-enlightened times, you know. As the church, uh, what church means in the West? No, you you'd go to the church to, to question things. The church would be your enlightenment, you know. And but but
0: uh, did you, did you get baptized as an adult? It was, I think, rather yes. Calm, you did, right? Mm-hmm. Many people did that. Yeah, my dad did that as an adult in his forties. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, I, I see that like dissidents did that basically, which is in the West hard to of understand.
2: Course. But, it, but it, 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 it was, you know, it, you could also uh, see it as a, as a sort of superficial political protest. If the, if the, if the, if the government uh, you know, closes the churches, so you defend the church. But, but it was more than that. What I'm saying mm-hmm. it was also a, a, a certain intellectual process. Which uh, of, of of questioning what the, the 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 moral majority or whatever you call it takes for granted moral again moral so it's, you see but the, the in every word is in is in the context so so um so Tarkovsky's mo- mo- morality is almost this fervor you know uh, it can sometimes look st- even strange in films like Nostalgia you know. Because if you, it happens in Italy, and if you kind of look at it through, you know, modern Italian European eyes, it it it, it all sort of looks very strange, even bizarre. Uh, but but looking at it from a from a sort of a Russian dissident point of view, it was uh, it was a great act of of um, not even protest, but but of of a challenge to uh, to the conformists to oppression even to the oppression back back home back in the Soviet Union so um, the, 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 these are the contradictions or dialectics which what one always has to think of when one thinks of russia because you know as I started saying but some things even physically, look strange in Russia. Still, less and less because sometimes you you can be in the middle of Moscow, it's in Petersburg, and you you forget very quickly you are in Russia. It's just like in the West. You know, people drink the same beer. By, by the way, not don't look afraid of Putin or anybody. As if you know Russia, you you, you confirm that they're very you know free and easy. And it look you know if you have money. It's great in Russia. (laughs) Yeah, but
0: also speaking, which since you mentioned, because I'm from Moscow, uh, I felt that in the last, and I haven't been living here, but in the last like four years or four or five something years, uh, after Magnitsky Act, actually, the city started getting more and more bourgeois and rich in the center, especially, partially because I think all those... I mean I'm slightly exaggerating or simplifying but all those blacklisted very rich people semi mini oligarchs started pouring money into the city yeah, instead
2: of uh, being, you see thank you Mr Browder you've uh, you're proving you're improving the uh, you know the infrastructure of russian cities because they can't uh, because they
0: can't leave they can't live in new york
2: afraid of your sanctions Mr Browder thank you they're, so they they repatriating or keeping their money in Russia,
0: great. Thank you. No, but it is in a way. It's disgusting, but it's it, it you can feel it there. There's a maybe horrible, obviously. Maybe, maybe it's true. Well, in maybe. Moscow, in Moscow, it's true.
2: Yeah, maybe.
0: But it's not. I'm not praising it. It's obviously horrible. Um, no, like you know, it, yes. inequality. Yeah
2: exactly exactly it's, it's it's inequality and that's i think it's the real problem uh um, so you know with human rights inequality is also a human right problem of human rights isn't it and but it's not only in russia by the way but 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 my point was this that even if you well disregard you know you know like like imagine you know russia so imagine if i i was kind of i was out to on purpose to uh uh, to to make a tour for someone for someone who doesn't know Russia, you know, okay, you, you, they turn up at the airport and here here I am, I, I'm taking you for a tour of, of really how bad Russia is because if it's if it's if it's it's sort of uh, just left left uh, uh, for spontaneity, you you'll see a lot of uh, you you'll see a lot of sort of uh, uh, easygoing, uh, uh, you know. Basically, stuff like you see anywhere. You know, if you if you you know if you have money, you, you, you know, you eat well in Moscow. You, 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 but
0: very few people have money. That's the truth. Not even a lot
2: of money. Like average, you can still you can still be fine. You know, if you have a lot of money, you know, you can do probably more things in Russia than you can do in the West. But well, my point is is this: is that. You know, like an experiment, but I'm I'm your tour, and I'll take you to the really horrible Russia. I'll really I, I'll pre, I'll be prepared, and and you know I'll make sure you'll see just. Just the worst bits, you know, where, you know, the, uh, the, the, the horrible uh, Soviet types, which still exist, they're trying to get rid of those, by the way, the, uh, you know, buildings, those rise-ups, you know. I'll take you to the uh, the worst kind of joints where you eat, I don't know, which is, by the way, also less, you'll you find them less and less in Moscow because are the Soviet-style things. But, but I'll, I'll make sure you, you only see that. And b- b- what I'm getting at is that it's still it's it's still not going to be fair to judge Russia uh, like you judge any other country in you know, a Western country because on the one hand because that that's that's what people do the western people on the one hand you expect russia to be in some in some ways like the west because it's physically europe because people are kind of look european you know they they you know they they look physically like you know they're well, scandinavian neighbors or whatever so okay you cross the border from scandinavia it should be the same it should be the same standard of uh, the eu sort of standard of uh, of everything right in, in, including legal uh, bureaucracy all that you know uh, but but um, you know you, 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 russia does not get compared with you know with uh, sri lanka or bangladesh or or you know uh, Madagascar, right? It gets compared with Finland because it's next to Finland. It gets compared with Germany. You know, sometimes gets compared with the United States in in various parts of life. Without remembering that it it, it just, even those rich people we're talking about, some 20, 30 years ago, they were still living in some cramped apartments with, uh, you know, with their... Grandmother and grandfather and and whatever sister brother cousin or communal apartments with one loo and 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 you know just ten fam- families using the same loo que- queuing for the same loo, uh, a, a bathroom in American English. Sorry, you know. So you, you don't allow for this. You don't allow for for, 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 a, for a totally different system. You don't allow for, uh, you know, even if I have this concept, of, it might sound crazy, intellectual solidarity. Like, you know, people, Socialism—it's—it's—it's it's, it's not a Russian concept. It's—it's—it's it's, it's, whatever French, you know, than uh, English, whatever. I mean, there's certain things the, the humanity, or, or at least European humanity, did together. We, we all fought against, um, you know, oppressive uh, church. We, we all, uh, uh, you know, we we fought for an enlightenment. You know, uh, different countries. You know, was different. it Was very different. You know, by the way, I mean, it, 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 European history was much more brutal in terms of, the, you know, religion wars, etc. By the way, I think than Russia. But you know, it's and now it looks also peaceful. It was, you know, it was a brutal history. But 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 anyway, there were certain certain things we as humanity. Went through together. We uh, came up with the socialist idea. We, we came up with the utopia together. Then it does get, you know, implemented in Russia. Okay, uh, very, very imperfectly, as we realized. But you know, as I mentioned, the intervention. You sent troops to us, to Russia, well before Russia became a totalitarian Stalinist country. You sent the troops to us. and Nobody invited you to to break our, you know, sincere experiment. With, uh, you know, to make life fairer according to your Western socialist uh, principles. You know, you know. Okay, it wasn't wasn't imperfect in, in experiment, but you sent fucking troops. To. So from the early on, early on, you were. Uh, uh, kind of trying to damage trying to 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 do everything everything so that experiment you know uh, brotherhood of justice goes wrong, not as a reaction to sort of Stalinist evil much later, no from very early on, so look at yourself. How fair are you? And you basically did it as, just as, a, as, a, as, a, as a, a version of colonialism. And look what you did with your colonies. Who is, who is the evil here? Of course, Russians have done a lot of evil things. But this, the, what I'm saying, this is all a part of a, of a dialectic. And this is, doesn't, it's not lost on so many Russians. They may not be able to articulate it like that. But intuitively, they feel unfairly treated. You know, when Russia, quote-unquote, invades something, and and when the West invades something, okay, it's just a mistake. Everyone knows, you know, you you can read Hillcott, whatever, all the documents are there, including those that Assange uh, published and where is he. You know, it's all there. But it's not called it's not called a crime. It's not called a war crime. It's not called a, even you know violation of you know. It's, it's just called But what is a mistake? But whatever Russian the, the Russians do is called a crime. So am I'm am I'm just I'm just kind of articulating some things which Russians in Russia think you know.
0: So, but at the same time, what yeah. you're articulating seems like the yeah. people do agree a lot with you. But then, as you just um, a bit back uh, said yourself, like people of the liberal intelligentsia class in Russia, which is mostly in big cities, frequently do not agree with you. And you said their the reaction to even Magnitsky behind the scenes was rather bizarre in a way, like pro Browder. Is that correct? So they wouldn't.
2: That's what. But and that brings us to that brings us to this. Uh, the dialectics of of uh, russian culture because and i'm very you know as i said i'm very critical uh, of, of of russia and and one one should be one should always be critical of their own first and and that, i think that's what the problem with with our relationship you know the people with russia west relationship is that you know uh, the west is now very critical of russia and that's not a good sign because because uh, it's actually but not a very good sign for the arts either. It sort of stifles it. So the arts t- tend to then be, be be what propaganda. Because be critical of your own. I'll be critical of my. Own. Be, be, be be critical of your own. but and they don't blame always mm-hmm. Russia because not 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 only there are factual problems with that. You know, some as the Brits call highly likely. It's on a highly likely level, not not ever proven hundred percent. But it's it's bad for your democracy because being critical of your own is the foundation of of a democracy. And by the way, a brilliant art. So otherwise, it's propaganda. But 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 criticizing my country, my culture, is I I say that the the educated classes in Russia have always been very suspicious of their own people. You know, they were elitist. Uh,
0: yes, but also they have colonial mindset, yes. which I discovered sometime after I moved. And yeah. while they're critical and snotty towards their own people, they're extremely obsequious, I would say, and extremely colonial uh, to metropolia that they consider Western Europe and America. Yes. Did, did you uh, notice absolutely. a lot of that so, in your line of work? Well, absolutely,
2: except, except that that's, it's really funny and uh, you know, absurd because, because uh, you know, it's like uh, the, the West – uh, Tolstoy and Dostoevsky uh, were very good at portraying it because, you know, it's the r- Russian intelligentsia and and uh, you know aristocrats uh, who obviously spoke French. When the French uh, occupied Moscow, you know, y- y- you'd have a, a a Russian sort of aristocrat. Uh, speaking uh, the the language perfectly uh, the language of the occupiers and they sort of kind of understand each other you know in terms of of course they understand each other hundred uh, uh, percent linguistically but kind of politically even you know but it's it's a kind of betrayal you know and it of course from the point of view of, the, of those in Russia who not only uh, not just not not speaking French, but being killed by those uh, French troops uh, as those aristocrats t- chat with the occupiers. So, uh, but but uh, that's that's uh, so. So when you when you say the, the uh, talk of colonialism, the, of course the Russian intelligentsia ironically supports Western colonialism. But then when when uh, the uh, uh, Western armies invade Russia, uh, th- mm-hmm. there's obviously a problem with that because, because uh, obviously, okay, Russia is not Africa. They, they, they didn't uh, look for the same things uh, the Western powers looked in in the so-called uh, third world. It didn't, the term didn't exist, but you know, they colonies. But uh, they still looked for something. You know, Hitler, Hitler looked for, uh, for space. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's it's still broadly speaking uh, colonialism or expansion or, or whatever, you know. And uh, so, uh, so that position of the Russian pro-Western um, liberal classes is highly um, slippery, in my view. And I don't want to call them. You know, it's up, I don't want I don't want to use them because I'm still part of that. <laughs> but, but, but I remember, you know, you, you know, it's, I'd go as far as, you know, there, there's do, there a document, you know, there's evidence, there are documents, which show that in some October 19, 1941, you know, when uh, Germans were just, you know, d- d- dozens of kilometers, you know, they could see the Kremlin through their binoculars, you know, there were were n- n- now hinkyers. You know, it's 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 a kind of 20, 20 minute drive if you drive fast from where the Germans were in in uh, October forty one to the Kremlin. So when it, so a lot of people thought that it, it, they, they're going to take it, the Germans going to be uh, in uh, in Moscow uh, within days if not hours, and that was when people started sort of ditching, throwing the uh, busts of. Portraits of Stalin, books, and Marx, all this, into the rubbish bins, and and some even uh, told you know when some were still trying to leave, being afraid of the Germans. The others were saying, "What are you doing? It's the the, the greatest uh, the 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 uh, nation of poets and uh, philosophers is finally coming. Western civilization is finally coming to. <laughs> I, I swear you." I swear you—it sounds unbelievable—but there were people like that. Some of them were Jewish. They didn't. You know, God. They,
0: they, they they'd, they'd, they'd say,
2: "Oh yeah, well, I mean, you—you you, you, uh, there were some couples. A man with you know, Russian wife was Jewish. you—you—you—you you, 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 you might have to wear, you know, the, the the yellow star for a while. But you know, the Germans are civilized people. Come on, and we'll—and above all, the, the, this bloody. Communism is coming to, to to an end at last, at last, and the long last, and the long last will be part of the Europe, Europe, European civilization. So
0: you have to <laughs> slave workers.
2: You have to see history and today in in its complexity, and you cannot judge Russia you know, just optically or in, 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 uh, in terms of some uh, rules uh, and traditions from a point of view of a Western European. You know, this this is – and, and, but to, unfortunately, it's not just ordinary. By the way, in my experience, ordinary people, just ordinary working-class people from the U.K. or the or, or U.S. too, the, the, they are much less prejudiced. To, uh, to, to, to Russia than some of those so-called intellectuals, journalists, even these days, even left-wing journalists, who have their preconceptions of how the ideal democracy should work. It should be, of course, like in the United Kingdom. And, and if anything is not like in the United Kingdom, it means this is, this is Putin's uh, fault. It's, uh, it's an authoritarian, if not totalitarian country. And that's it. You know, so that's the-
0: well. They're blinded almost by their weird, like I don't know, education or audition or whatever that is. So,
2: so, so, so with 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 broader coming back to the Magnitsky Act, uh, unfortunately, what even when people realize that my colleagues and I, my Western colleagues, my Norwegian colleagues, which are absolutely great, very supportive and very active themselves in in uh, investigating. Uh, the story when we did our job, only did our job, nothing else for for the western uh, news organizations and film funds sort of the ultimate irony it's not irony because it's very very sad, you know but you know as well so is that in Russia, I get much more even much more uh, sort of abuse. I wouldn't even call it criticism, when people realized that, yes, we're, we're technically right. Browder did, uh, you know, break the law there. It did lie here. He created this extraordinary uh, sort of lying, uh, in, I mean, false, fake narrative, which became a foundation mm-hmm. for... Uh, uh legislations uh, resolutions uh, zillions of uh, you know mainstream newspaper uh, articles you know the sanctions regime which is uh, kind of illegal with laws which are illegal the laws which which basically make a list of people who have no right to defend themselves uh, who are called criminals murderers thieves uh it, it's it's an unpre- unprecedented but at first they're Russia, but now you can put anyone into that, that list with no chance of 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 defense or even right of uh, reply. So he created this, but it, it, it which would would be bad bad enough without a lie, a fake story being at its foundation. But it's also but it's also based on a fake that sort of illegal, lawless law. So and but but and. And so when people w- watch, intelligent people uh, watch my film and say, okay, you m- might be technically right, but it's wrong politically. Mm-hmm. It's wrong politically, Andre, because you, because, you know, this may be one case where, you know, Russia is right, but, but it, we're, we're at war. We're at war for the Western civilization. And, and uh, y- you as a soldier in that war, on the uh, s- side of the civilization should not...
0: Share the story, basically, right, in and a way. I, well,
2: I mean, like a, yeah, like a s- self-goal, whatever it's called, you know. Boy, but, but.
0: And what do you say to that?
2: Well, I, I, I say that every uh, lie at the foundation of a presumably good thing will, uh, is a time bomb. You know, it, it's and that's a very old story. It's a story of you know, of uh, you know, thousand years and not not even centuries. You know, not not, not even Dostoevsky, of course. He, he, you know, he yeah. that. Yeah. And, and but but they're the, the, the very old stories. You know, the with the ends justifying the means. It always ended badly. But they're also very recent, and if those, those of you who know recent Russian history, I mean, they're, they're, they're very yeah. ironically. Uh, whatever you think of Putin, uh, but Putin is a result of precisely that logic of the Russian liberals, which uh, which say, say, okay, ends to the ends of anti-communism. Uh, of the fight against the evil communism in the 90s, justified all means, and that's why and, and that's why they uh, uh, shelled the parliament um, in Moscow. Mm-hmm. That's why they rigged the elections in 1996, where where Yeltsin mm-hmm. had uh, next to zero rating, uh, rating uh, ratings, and then it was elected. Uh, because of the manipulations of, of all kinds, and everybody knows that, mm-hmm. and, they, and thought it was a good thing. So, and then what? What we have? Then we have Mr. Putin. You know, some people think it's it's the uh, it's it's good that we we have Mr. Putin for Russia. You know, uh, I'm very critical of Putin, but one one way or another, Putin was technically because Yeltsin basically. Brought him to power, but it was also reaction of the Russian people against all that, all that uh, d- democracy for the few of the nineties, all uh, all those manipulations and a, a, a democracy which wasn't a democracy at all, which which was the uh, basically the, the system where the the ends of of getting rid of communists justified all means. All,
0: yeah. Uh, you know what I want to generate? I guess, an obvious qu- quick question. Um, after all this uh, broader smear campaign and you've been presented obviously falsely as some sort of Kremlin filmmaker, were you ever approached... By this Russian-affiliated media to who try now to like embrace you just because you're Uh, of of
2: course I was approached. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Even uh, the the funny thing that I was approached much even much earlier. And this is a fact, which is which is uh, I have all the proof, uh, emails and everything. Uh, I was in. You know, in after my Litvinenko film, which was uh, mildly speaking, very critical of Russia mm-hmm. and uh, was in the can in the main program. Uh, and I, I was interviewed by the Russian media and I, and I got an offer of a contract of, of having my own show, of having my own be, being kind of, you know, uh, an anchor in, in sort of interview show of, of, with people of my choice uh, from,
0: for the Russian media? Yes.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A major, a major Russian channel, TV channel. But it was, it was right after. Well, of course, can, can, mace. You know, <laughs> they think anyone who's a red red carpet and can is is an absolute star, and uh, so that played a role. But, but uh, at, at the time, I thought it was some kind of trap. I thought, oh my god, they're gonna, they're gonna sort of um, bring me. To Moscow and kill me or something. So <laughs> it's, it's a very complicated way of offering me a contract. You know, even start pay me. You know, advances, but whatever. But then they'll kill me. So I didn't. You no, know, but I, I wasn't really afraid. I didn't want to. I didn't want to, to be an anchor on the what what I thought a propaganda TV. Okay, but uh, but yes. But then of course, I mean, after Magnitsky, of course, I was approached by the main. Russian TV channels, and you know, I don't want to work. Uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't mean doesn't mean I. Th- I think everyone, uh, every Russian show is, is is wrong. I think a lot of it, a lot of it is is, is very low quality. By the way, I mm-hmm. think even stuff which was done on broad in Russia. I'm often said oh you're you know my sort of my enemies we would say you know you why are you thinking you're so original you know russian tv is also in type well uh, they haven't <laughs> anything Well, it's not the anything same. Near what we've done, I haven't seen th- 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 what th- they did. Run a few, a few shows, but they—I I must say—they're really propagandistic. They, you know, they're against mm-hmm. Browder, but I call them what they are or what they are. It's propaganda, very low uh, type. So, uh, you know, it, it doesn't mean that all everything in Russia today is 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 bad you know i have some friends and colleagues uh, filmmakers i respect them uh i don't think there's enough of good stuff uh we're not mm-hmm. as i said russians are very proud of their culture it's but it's a far cry from the 19th century and i, th- I think I, i've i've pointed out the reason i think the reason is because they are too uh, apolitical you know, they, they, yeah. they, they talk about anything, but, you know, there's so many great stories. There's so many tragic stories in Russia, you know, that Dostoevsky would have, you know, been uh, inundated with, because he, he also, he read, uh, you know, not
0: Newspapers. real life stories.
2: And, and it's, it's, it's not underused. It's not used. By contemporary Russian artists at all in my in my humble view, but that doesn't mean that they're all bad. It doesn't mean that they're all dishonest. But this is not a climate I'd like to work in, especially with political documentary.
0: That's true. But you know what you mentioned, which is obviously very surprising, hard to uh, wrap your mind around the fact that after your Litvinenko film you were approached by the Russian media to be an anchor of a, yeah. of a big program but it kind of proves they have the theory that Russians are very colonial any kind of success you have in the west is immediately doesn't even matter as in your case you're very critical it's a, such expository amazing film and, 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 but they immediately embrace you of course it defies it defies again
2: this view uh, that you know prevalent in the west of the Russia this totally controlled uh, like the Soviet Union uh, of course not again again, you you can say it's colonial uh, I'd sometimes say it's inferiority complex vis-a-vis the West but you know it's simply commercial you know and unless, this, unless this is something which is really—I mean, there, there are there are sort of non-topics like like you—you you cannot, <laughs> you know, Russians Russians are obsessed with the Ukraine. I don't think that offer they'd offer uh, you know a TV show uh, to be an anchor for someone who is uh, you know one hundred percent pro-Ukrainian and praises you know Ukrainian nationalists and you know. Of that type. that to me is an unlikely kind of scenario. But for Mm -hmm. most most topics, you know, as I said, you know, one of the uh, most you know notorious Putin bashers I know uh, live in, in in Moscow and 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 make a lot of money with their Putin bashing. You know, they're famous, they're they're stars of, uh, uh, sometimes they used to be TV stars, sometimes now they're mainly stars of the internet. But the internet, again, people in the West sort of forget that it's not TV, traditional TV, which is now, uh, you know, the the king. It's the internet. And in Russia, you can the internet is completely free. You you know, you you, you can have your uh, typical Russian thing Tele- telegram canal you know they, they they're also very clever they invent these uh, these new media and you can you can have millions of, of followers and you can say anything you want about Putin you'll still be a, you know, a rich popular uh, star inside Russia not so sort of, sort of outside you know uh, like in the old days you know the uh, Radio Liberty uh, uh, Voice of America, you know, I have to be outside and, you know, spitting uh, at Russia, you know. uh, But uh, uh, but today, you can do all this in Russia, be successful. And of course, occasionally, uh, there are problems, but it's not at all the problems of the kind the West uh, imagines, you know, the police comes and arrest you because you're anti-Putin. Rubbish. You know, people do get arrested, like, but but it's mainly, uh, you know, there's very very strange cases like this. The uh, right now, uh, it's the the, the sit, sit, uh, sit. Mm-hmm. The network, the the network case. Yeah. But those those people are not, uh, you know, journalists, star journalists who, uh, you know. Are, are, Professional Putin bashers; those are those are absolutely fine, and, and as I said, making a lot of money. But the the, the ones that are rather strange, uh, obscure, young, uh, sometimes you know unhappy uh, you know background or whatever. Sometimes uh, you know as very confusing, very mysterious, also very Dostoyevskian story. Like with the SIT. Network uh, where you know a, a liberal uh, media uh, suddenly st- start accusing them. You know but, but the, the the people who, who the regime, so to speak, puts on trial. These people are suddenly so, they're, so they're, therefore by implication they are good. The regime puts you on trial in Russia. You are a dissident. You're good. But but suddenly the, the the rumors or even information emerges that someone was killed inside that group by their own. You know, so it sounds completely now like the Dostoevsky and Nichaev sort of a story in The uh, Devils and the novel by Dostoevsky, so, uh, or, or, or sometimes called Possessed. So it's, it's a very, very contradictory stuff, but it's certainly not your classic uh, star dissident which gets arrested mm-hmm. and thrown into jail by the uh, regime, for criticizing the regime. That is nonsense.
0: Well, it's good that you're, you emphasize that because not enough yeah. people understand or believe in that. Yeah, okay, I guess, would you yeah. briefly tell us what are you working on now?
2: Well, I'm, I'm basically... Uh, it's difficult. I, I, I'm just wondering whether 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 I can actually talk about it. But but because okay but, then. But yeah. but, but I, I can only say that it's it's been very difficult to, uh, um, you know, when you try and 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 really, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of criticism. You know, I, I never undermine. I don't want to undermine. You know. Strength of Western democracy. I mean, it's ailing, but it's not dead. And certainly, in in uh, in the country uh, where I have my base, my professional base, and it's Norway, uh, I have uh, not only great colleagues, but I have very good friends who are also colleagues and who are, uh, you know, and who know how to to benefit from the 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 system which 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 is there which 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 functions which functions uh you know i must say it functions well it it does it the the norwegian film institute which was uh, the the first to support the uh, the magnitsky act behind the scenes was also attacked by some politicians in norway uh, saying that how come you uh, you, the Norwegian Film Institute, uh, with taxpayers' money, uh, support uh, Russian propaganda. This, uh, you know, as, uh, as I said, I used, I used to be called a Russian-born director, film director, but now, but I, then I suddenly, suddenly, so suddenly started calling me a Russian director. So a a, a, a Norwegian politician, now a government minister, said, you know, "How how can you finance a, a, a Russian propaganda and this Russian propagandist?" With Norwegian taxpayer money, but but the Norwegian Film Institute was extremely uh, straightforward and honorable. Said we you know, prove it, prove it. This Russian propaganda, you know, the, 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 these people, uh, me, uh, and my colleagues worked in, in in good faith. You know, they worked hard. Uh, you know, the 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 uh, the film was approved, and. Uh, if if, uh, it it doesn't it doesn't toe the line the political line of uh, the the whole of the western world uh, called the magnitsky you know sanctions regime magnitsky uh, case but it doesn't mean it's russian propaganda so so i must say there's still institutions that act like that so i wouldn't you know i I, I wouldn't it's too early to write off the western democracy but but at the same time, I must say I have a direct experience of the of censorship in the West. Having said that it's so it become much more difficult after the my film to work because we we most of us we go to the, uh, the arte you know arte the French German channel is the main source of finance for for the uh, you know, for films like I, I make, uh, but, but both, by the way, not just documentary but also fiction. So it's become much more difficult, but but the case is not lost. And of course, I'll be I'll be you know using every opportunity to continue. Thanks to
0: my colleague. Okay. Well good luck with your the project you're working on now yes. yeah we hope to like see it sometime yeah sometime soon
1: it. thanks for being so generous with your time that was fantastic once, once you get into it it's fine okay yeah.
0: <laughs> Wonderful.
1: thank you and good
0: luck. thank you for for coming okay good luck to you too okay goodbye Bye.